Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs took the practice field once again on Tuesday in St. Joseph, Missouri. After practice, we heard from special teams coordinator Dave Tobe, left tackle Orlando Brown Jr., defensive end George Karloftis, and punter Tommy Townsend. We'll go in that order, starting with Dave Tobe, followed by Orlando Brown. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, you'll hear from George Karloftis and Tommy Townsend. Here's Dave Tobe. What's up, everybody? I haven't seen you in a long time. Well, I've seen you, but I haven't really talked to you. <laughs> Dave, uh, we know how you feel about McCole as a return, a returner, but uh, yeah. you feel like you have another dynamic option? If you... After watching today, I don't feel like I have anything because we dropped the ball a bunch of times. But, no, really, I, I like McDuffie. I think McDuffie's got a real shot. Uh, Sky Moore, uh, you know, he got injured today, but uh, uh, he uh, he was uh, he's very promising too. Now both of those guys, I mean, McDuffie did it in college. Sky really didn't do it, so he's kind of like a work in progress. Everything he's every time he's out there, he's he's getting better and better. Uh, he's got a really good sense for the ball reads and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm excited about getting all you know both of those guys in there in the preseason, see what they can do. Who are the other young guys that have uh, stood out to you so far? Uh, sticking on a returner end of it, uh, Pacheco on, on a, as a kick returner, he's another guy that's going to start off. We're going to start him off as the guy and see if he can handle it, uh, see how he does in the preseason. Uh, a few games we'll be able to know right away, uh, but he's promising too. You know, he, you know, he's a big guy, obviously, you know, 215 plus, uh, running a 4.37. So you know, that, that's kind of scary back there if we can get that thing going, you know, catch it coming forward and, and doing what we do with our scheme. He's got a real shot at being able to come out the other end. So. You know, a lot like Pringle did. You know, we use Pringle that way. Uh, we, we think we could do that with, with uh, Pacheco. Um, some of the other guys, you know, Cook is doing a good job as a cover guy. Um, Watson is a, uh, you know, he's not a rookie, but he's a guy, uh, you know, probably could take Kemp's. But, you know, we lost like six guys, you know. Just, you know, so on special teams, I lost like six four-phase players. So we got to replace them with, with guys. Uh, Watson is a guy that can, might be able to take Kemp's spot in a lot of lot of lot of things. So and he's doing well on offense, which is important. What tells you uh, right away? Um, besides, you know, what tells you? Oh well, well, first of all, they get about. they get established on offense or defense like they're a guy, like they're going to be a somebody that's in the mix. And so then then you you know you work in drills and you can see that he's got a sense about geometry, blocking, um, you know his his knee bend and then his toughness. You can kind of you kind of get a little bit of a sense for it, but. You get more of that when you go in the games and get the you know, full speed tackle and stuff like that. But you can kind of tell when a guy's got it when he doesn't. Hey, if going to be the guy, do you mean on punt? I mean, he's, no, no, on kickoff returns. And then punt still Hardman? Yeah, Hardman right now, obviously. And then we're going to try to work McDuffie in and, and uh, Sky. We need to get somebody else doing it because, I mean, if McColl's getting a lot of reps as much as, as Tyreek did, we got to cut him back a little bit. And we really need to establish a, a couple more guys. But you lost Neiman. You mentioned uh, Daniel and Watts too. Been around for a while. Just yeah. How difficult. Is it? <laughs> I mean, Watts. Watts. You got. You know, the other guys that can replace Watts is. Um, uh, uh, Slipping my mind right now, but. Bush. Bush. Yeah. Bush is, is a guy that's that's in there for that, and um, you know, just uh, who who else? I mean, Cook. I talked about. You know. I mean, it's, there's holes everywhere. So, I mean, it's going to be something that... Does it feel like a complete reset, I guess? It does. It is. It is. It's going to be a complete reset. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. And really, for us, it's, it's hard to tell what a guy can do in practice because we don't do anything live. 
it's really the games, you know. So the, the Bears game is going to be huge for us, and the Washington game's obviously going to be huge for us. And, and, it, and we might be making decisions all the way up to the Green Bay game. So. Dave, Watson said one of the reasons he wanted to come here is because of the emphasis you guys put on special teams. What's good to hear. Him that says that? Uh, he's just got a, you could just tell he's, it's important for him. You know, you could tell how he, he is in meetings. You could tell he's a leader. You know, he's not a vocal leader, but he's a leader by example. Um, he's just, uh, attention to detail. You could just tell he's, he knows what it, it's, he knows the importance, how important special teams is. You know, as a for him as a player, you know, he's not going to be a number one or a two guy, but he knows how important it is to be a guy. Yeah, that combination is perfect, and, and you know, he could do a lot of things as far as you know, he could catch punts too as well. But you know, he's not a guy that we want to rely on, you know, to take it the distance. He's more of a blocker type guy for us. You got so many moving pieces on your special teams. You got so many core people gone from last year, but you do have Reese Fountain returning. How beneficial is it for him to have spent time last year? Yeah, Fountain, Fountain's a guy that we're going to rely on. You know, him and Gray, he, these are carryover guys. Like Gray, he was a four-phase guy for us, so we're, we're counting on him to be a guy for sure. And he's, and he's doing outstanding, Gray. And then Fountain is a guy, you know, obviously he got hurt, you know, uh, early, you know, late, and then uh, we lost him. But he was he's a guy that played a lot of downs for us, so he's in the mix too as well. You know, I... You know, I should have mentioned him as well as, as Watson. But there's a battle. I mean, you know, there's a battle over there, and it's going to come down to special teams. You told us before that you've talked to some of the level guys that you know, are looking to make the roster. Has anyone stepped up to you as far as like, asking you those type of questions? Uh, I think I touched on a lot of them. Um, you know, we, we, Carter is a guy, a linebacker, that, you know, he's not a rookie, but uh, he's a guy that, you know, he might take Neiman's spot. You know, he might be in that role. You know, uh, Elijah Lee is doing outstanding. He's a guy, you know, he's not a rookie, but he's a veteran. He's got uh, veteran experience on special teams, counting on him. You know, that's hands down. A um, couple more. We're talking with Tommy a little bit later. What would you like to see from him in this year's training camp? Tommy, uh, just consistency. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he's done a good job. Those three guys, I, I'm fortunate that those guys are back, you know, because I don't have to really worry about those guys. I can spend more time with the core guys where I need to, where, where the, most of my time needs to be spent. So uh, I'm fortunate to have all those guys back. But Tommy, a little bit more consistency. Bucker, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with Bucker. He's doing well. Uh, his leg strength looks real good right now. Uh, he had three fit, over 50 yesterday, had a real good day. He's 100%. Uh, so we just got to keep him going in the right direction. And then uh, uh, Winchester just keeps getting better every day, every year, I should say. Um, you know, he's a great cover guy, and, and he's a good leader for us. With the young, young Last two. I know that coach, coach says he, things have changed a little bit. You've been around him a long time. You've coached a long time. How much has Coach changed over the years? What he, how he runs camp, how he approaches you know, camp? You know, he's getting a little older. He, he, I don't know. He's not getting softer, but he's, he's, he's catching up with the times. You know, I mean, everybody, you know, what's happening now is that the game is changing. You know, it's not as physical as it used to be. You know, we used to have, back when we were at Philly together, we used to have the three, I mean, it was like murder. You couldn't get through, like, three days of full pads. You know, and it was like, if you could make it through that, you could make it through anything. You know, that's gone. You know, we I had a drill called a star drill. We can't do that anymore, so that's gone. So really, that's the thing that's changed the most is him adapting to the new rules and, you know, the new uh, ways the player, players think. They think differently now, and you have to adjust. If you, don't, if you, if you keep being the same, you can't, you can't survive in, in the NFL. You have to change, so his, his willingness to change. As a coach, what's your, what's your opinion of the Guardians? Uh, yeah, 
I think it's good right now. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know if it's going to teach any bad hats. It's only a couple weeks that we got to wear it. So I think if it prevents two or three uh, uh, head injuries that you would have had, it's, it's a good thing. You know, because pretty soon they're going to be off and we're going to forget about it. Thanks, everyone. Hey, what was the star drill? The star drill was a drill we did. It, it kind of looked like a one-on-one kind of com- coming at each other. But, you know, I, I could argue against it. But it, it looked like it. it was something that they w- didn't want. Uh, yeah, we, we were we were uh, coming at each other at five yards, and one guy was a blocker, and one guy was a, a, trying to get off the block. But there was a little bit of a collision there. And if you watched it on tape from afar, not being at the drill, if you were somebody in the NFL office, boom, it looked like you know something. It looked like the Oklahoma drill, and that's something they didn't want. So they just nope, you're not doing that anymore. Coach, we see Coach Reed every day, and we've covered him since thirteen. Can we forget how special he is and how successful he's been? Yeah, he's he's a special guy. I mean, he's he's so consistent. That's the thing that that you know that's the thing that stands out. That and his attention to detail, and it filters down through all the other coaches. You know, offense, defense, special teams. We're all the same way now, over time. So that's what makes him great. Thank you. All right, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I felt good. I felt good. Um, I was excited to get get out there and get some live reps, man. Uh, you know, obviously I've been doing a ton of stuff, training on my own and things like that, but uh, I felt good, man, to get out there with the guys. What this, what made this the right time to report to camp as opposed to last week or next yeah. week or the week after? What made this the right time? Yeah, man, you know, I've, I missed a lot of ball up until this point. And, uh, you know, obviously, man, I missed the locker room. I missed the coaches, you know, everyone here in the building. And uh, I know how important these, this five-day stretch is to Coach Reed and, and everybody here at KC, man. So, you know, I, I just didn't didn't feel right sitting at home, missing out on this. Uh, you know, this is something that, you know, I want to be a part of, man. You know, I was brought here to help win Super Bowls. And, uh, you know, this this week is very important to our progression. What was that like for you, sitting out all the OTAs, minicamp, back yeah. in the spring? What was that like for you? Yeah, uh, you know, man, it's always hard. You know, I, I, like I said, man, I, I pride myself on being a leader. I pride myself on being someone that wants to be here for his teammates and showing up every day, bringing the most positive energy that I can bring to the locker room and on the field, man. And uh, so it was, it was difficult to be a, be away from it uh, for so long. But, you know, the understanding was that, you know, I had to do what I had to do. When you came here, you wanted to be here for the long term. Absolutely. Has anything that's happened in the last few months changed that? No, man, not at all. Not at all. You know, I want to be here. I want to be, I want to finish my career here in Kansas City. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, questions out there. But, uh, you know, to me, man, uh, with the contract situation, it just wasn't enough guarantees. And I want to be here for the rest of my career in Kansas City. And that's really important to me. What were your emotions as you approached the deadline and then you find out you're not going to sign a deal? How did you react? What were some of the conversations you had with the agent? Yep. Well, you know, from your vantage point, how did that process play out? Yeah, I don't want to get too detailed on that, but uh, very emotional, man. Uh, you know, I, I've spoke to, you know, pretty much a lot of people here in the front office and, and Coach Reed and everyone understands, man. I'm, you know, I love, I love ball. You know, I, blo- I love blocking for Pat Mahomes. I love putting the Chiefs, you know, logo on my helmet, man. And uh, I really enjoy being here. Uh, so, you know, I know that, that time will tell and things will get taken care of with time, man. I just look forward to getting out there on the field this year. You know, if there's not enough guarantees, that's what, that's what kept you from signing the yeah, deal? Yeah, not at all, man. It's not about the money. You know what I mean? I want to be here for the rest of my career. So I know you said that you didn't want to get too detailed, but you, you didn't hire an agent, uh, mm-hmm. of course, up front. Was it something you felt like you could handle yourself? Uh, no, nah, man. I mean, you know, ultimately we, we visited with a few different agents and uh, Mike, Mike uh, Portner was the best option for me that I personally felt like. Why, why was he the best option? Yeah, I mean, I just felt like he did a really good job uh, understanding what was needed. Uh, you know, we connected in a few different ways, man. You know, obviously his dad being an endocrinologist and, and my dad's uh, history with, with diabetes and my family and all that different stuff. So, man, we, we had a, we just basically developed a connection through that. And, uh, 
you know, man, I just feel like he, he presented me with the best opportunity. What was your teammates said about you? I mean, when people were asking questions about your whether you were a team guy and everything else, what did you hear from Patrick and, and Kelsey and some of those guys? Yeah, man, I mean, you know, those are some of my brothers, man. And, and uh, fortunately, I've been able to grow with them over the last year, uh, especially on the field and off the field. Uh, you know, man, I really, really appreciate them. And I appreciate everyone in that locker room, man. Uh, you know, it's a driving force for me this offseason and every year, man. It's just I'm very thankful to be able to block for someone like that, play with other guys like Trav, all those men up front, uh, Coach Andy Heck, man, Coach Andy Reid, EB, I mean, all of them, man. I could just go on and on. Obviously, the negotiations didn't lead to a long-term deal. Has there been a moment since you got here in the past few days where we had a conversation with Andy or Brett where you feel like, okay, we're going to leave the, the business side behind and Pocket, the regular season. Has there been a moment? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, we've, we've uh, you know, me and me and Vish have talked. Me and Coach Reed have spoken. Um, you know, man, understanding this business is business. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, uh, that part is behind us for now, man. We're moving forward. I just, like I said, man, I'm here to win Super Bowls. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's what I care about. Do you feel like you have something to prove to get the contract? offer that you want next season? Yeah, man, I mean, I always feel like I got something to prove. You know what I mean? I was a third-round pick. had the worst combine in history. Um, <laughs> the list goes on and on, man. So the tip's always been really big. Uh, you know, what does this necessarily mean? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's that much different from the past. You know what I mean? I always feel like I got a lot to prove. What gives you optimism that a long-term deal could happen here in Kansas City sometime in the future? Yeah, uh, just my production, man, and what I do on the field. So, you know, hopefully I'll let that speak for itself as the year goes on. On the field, Orlando, what do you want to showcase this year that is continuing from last year or that yeah. is maybe slightly different that puts you in a better situation? Yeah, I want to progress in, in almost every way, shape, and form and fashion, man. I want to be a better run blocker, a better pass blocker, a better leader, um, you know, allowing them to count on me when they need me most. Uh, you know, that was something that I feel like I struggled with a little bit last year, uh, not putting myself in the best position as games were close or on certain third downs or in close, or in close games against uh, certain talents. So that's something that I definitely want to improve on. Is, is there one moment that you can sort of pinpoint from last year that, that sort of made you aware that this is where I want to get better? Yeah, I mean, all of them, man. You know, I, I would say it probably definitely started sometime in training camp, uh, you know, the understanding of that. So, uh, you know, man, I just want to progress and continue to get better. I don't think I've even come close to my ceiling yet. How did you do today? How did you do physically? And were you able to yeah, man, I feel good. I feel great. Um, I spent a lot of time this summer uh, playing tennis down there in Miami. Uh, I spent a lot of time swimming uh, twice a week and training at uh, Pete Marmorito's, man, performance system. So uh, my body feels great. Um, man, I'm ready to go. Today was a great day. Just a good start. You've been, you've been training, working out, doing all that, but how long before you were able to go for Oh, man, I have no idea. That's that's really up to uh, Coach Reed and them. So. Three more guys. We've got Steven, Matt, and Bobby. Yeah. So, so bottom line for you, any hard feelings at all with your organization now, now that you're here? Oh, not at all, man. It's no hard feelings, period. You know what I mean? Like, nothing nothing like that. It, it's, like I said, I appreciate everyone in this building, man. They give me an opportunity to play football at the highest level and to be a left tackle. So I've got no animosity towards anyone in the building. It's nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like I said before, man, business is business, and I'm here to win Super Bowls. That's all I care about is winning football games. Given oh. that, that, uh, that during this past offseason, you didn't have an agent, negotiations kind of started late, yeah. do you feel like that this coming offseason, I mean, you know, obviously we've negotiated before. I think we probably will have a better starting place, but uh, when that takes place, man, I'm not really sure. So we'll just see as it goes. Last one, Mike. Atlanta, you said this about wanting to be here for your teammates, wanting to win a Super Bowl. At some level, is that what, what's kicked in here? Like, of course, you have to think about yourself, but there's, there's something extraordinary to be accomplished here. Is that? 
Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, like I said, I just I know how important this stretch is to Coach Reed and uh, how important it is to, for especially for us up front, starting in pads, uh, all of those things, man. So, you know, I pride myself on being a team guy, and, and I want to be here, you know, to, to help us get through those through, through these days. And for what the Chiefs can accomplish, you think specifically this team? I mean, is that is that really a driving force? Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, you, I mean, you guys know who who I'm blocking for, and, and the type of talent that we have, the type of coaches that we have. So, uh, I take a lot of pride in that, man. And a lot of people in this building do. Okay, thanks, Orlando. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Welcome back, man. George, how's this training camp so far been uh, based uh, on what you expected? It was a hot one today. Uh, you know, it's been really good. You know, get, getting a lot better each and every day. That, that's all I could ask for. George, it really sounds like uh, Frank has taken a liking to you. How has the relationship grown even with this small time that you've had with him? Yeah, you know, well, it's not just Frank, really. It's the whole group. You know, they're trying to, to take me under their wing, you know, from, from Frank and Chris to Mike and Turk, everybody in the group's just coming together as one, you know. Obviously, Frank helps me out after every practice, and Chris helps me out as his own way. And everyone really helps me out in their own way, you know, because they're, you know, we're trying to have the strongest group possible. So we're trying to have to bring everyone along. Can you describe what Frank has taught you after those sessions after practice? I don't want to oh, give away ah, secrets. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just, just little just little things about the game, man, like the little like the little vet intricacies that he knows, like stuff that was passed down to him from guys like, like Cliff Averill and Michael Bennett. He's passing that stuff on to me in order to help me be successful and this team be successful in order. Hey, George, and things that you can share, what's this the biggest thing that you've picked up so far, the biggest thing that you learned that you, that you can share? All about the speed of the game. You know, it's all about the get-off uh, and, and rushing the passer after you stop the run. George, what was the excitement yesterday about putting the pads on for the first time, and how does the feeling change when it's the second day of pads? Absolutely. You know, first day of pads, you know, you got you get all that excitement. You know, you're amped up, you're playing real football and all that stuff. But then you also get a lot of really fatigued because you're really not used to it. You know, now you're used to it and you're, you're going, and now we're, we're playing football now. So. How would you rate your performance so far with the one-on-one drills against the LL? I think I'm just getting better. You know, I'm not looking at, oh, I won this rep, oh, I lost this rep. Like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to just get better every single day in order to help this team win. So that's, that's what it's all about. Sorry. Any, uh, any initial thoughts about seeing Leo Chanel in pass? For so long, he talked about. Yeah, man, he, he plays hard. He plays hard and he hits hard and he's a physical player. I think he's going to be great for us. When, when it comes to helping Frank, do you approach him? Did he approach you? How did that start? Uh, I think it might have been mutual. You know, at first, you know, he says, What's up? Like, you know, introduce himself, this, this, and that. But I think, you know, I kind of I kind of started asking him, Hey, what are you doing? This, this, and that. And then he took me after practice. He's like, Hey, I do a little a couple things after practice. You want to get with me? And then I've been getting with him every single day. Young guys, including veterans, also have, have said that Frank's game is. I feel pretty comfortable with it, you know, after OTAs and all that stuff, you know, I took the summer and really studied all that stuff just by myself and really just wanted to get, you know, make it make it second nature, if you will. Uh, so that, that's all I was focusing on. And I'm getting more and more accustomed to it, learning more and more every day too, right? But it is a complicated scheme, but once you learn it, it, it becomes like second nature. A lot of people are attaching like a number to your rookie year as far as sacks are concerned. Do you have a number that you want to reach in this first year? No, no. <laughs> no, it's not about the number. It's about the wins and losses. It's about playing in Arizona in February. So, George, how did you get so good at bull rushing? If that's what you're known for, if that's what you're your elite trait, how did you sort of go into where it's, it's the I, 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 I wouldn't describe it as bull rushing. I, you know, for, for me, I'm a power rusher. You know, you see, you see guys around the league. You see the speed guys. You see the power guys. 
you, know, you see speed guys like like a Von Miller. But if you really look at the game and study the game, you see that over half the guys' sacks come from power. So just from that alone, you know, you hear Von Miller talk. He has 100 some sacks. Over 60 of them or 70 of them are from power. So why wouldn't you just hone in on that? So that's all I've been working on. My my coach, my freshman year, Kevin Wolthausen at Purdue, uh, he told me speed to power. So I worked that every single day. That was the only move he taught me when I enrolled in spring ball. So I, I worked that almost every single day. And I based my whole game off of that. Besides Frank, who are some other guys around the league that you, you know, when you Oh, I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of them. You know, the league, you know, right now has a, a lot of good pass rushers. You know, I think, you know, Someone that I have a really good relationship, a really close relationship with, who just retired, Ryan Kerrigan. You know, that's my guy. So I go to him for advice. Uh, you know, ask him things about the game, and really, I watch his film. You know, back from when he first got drafted, and even his latter years. You know, just watching him because I think I I play similarly to him. But there's there's a bunch of guys. You know, I think I play like Khalil Mack. I think I play like a bunch of other guys. So, you know, trying to get little things from and little bits and pieces from every every single person's film, and just culminating that and using that for my style. Specialized training this summer. Do you feel the benefits of that? Uh, what you were trying to do? Absolutely. I feel like I trained like a pro. You know, that's what it was all about. You know, moving better, uh, being more functionally strong, and being able to apply that on the field. I could definitely feel that. Coach, how much do you feel like the group is looking forward to Carlos Dunlap coming in, and you specifically of being able to wear him for another veteran? Absolutely. You know, we're pumped to, to have him in here eventually. Uh, you know, he's, he's almost 100 sacks now in his career. Uh, so definitely a lot to learn from him. I think he's going to add a lot of value just from the from the teaching standpoint. You know, just being able to teach on all of us, us young guys, and even aside from everything, all the wonderful things he's going to do on the field. You know, just teaching us and and spreading the wealth and knowledge that he has. What did you? Uh, how did you? Uh, how did you connect with Kerry? What did you kind of learn from that? Well, he's he went to Purdue. <laughs> There's not too many Purdue DMs in the league. You know, you know so so. Just from that, you know, we met through through a mutual connection back back in uh, West Lafayette, and then we kind of headed off. You know, I we decided called him my my freshman year of college and talked for about an hour and just had pretty pretty constant communication ever since. You know, talked to him the other day. We got time for a few more. Let's go, Stephen, Nick, and then PJ. Okay. Right. Like like a group of the Chiefs ambassadors were talking to the team yesterday after practice. Neil Smith was one of them. Uh, did you take anything away from talking to some of the former Chiefs after practice yesterday? Yeah, I mean those guys are just so proud to be to be Chiefs, you know, to be part of this great organization. You know, just coming back and just being proud that they were part of this team. You know, I think I think it really speaks volumes to to the class of this organization. Hey, what have you been able to learn from Coach Cohen and what's his coaching style? Like? He's incredible. You know, I don't, again don't want to give away too many secrets in terms of technique, but you know, for me, he told me he's going to be on me. You know, he said he really really liked me. That's that's you know why they drafted me you know he's going to push me every single day to become the best player i possibly can be and i know he's going to do he's going to do that and i know i'm going to, i expect that out of myself so i'm going to make it happen pj uh how much are you looking forward to going against orlando brown when he gets in the i'm looking forward to it you know i think i saw him in a little bit today i was on the i was on the other side uh but yeah i'm excited i mean obviously he's a great player you know pro bowler you know all that stuff just just super excited and can't wait to compete and get better okay, thanks george thanks guys thanks, george. Is that kind of drill? How difficult is that as a punter with a shorter uh, space? To punt? Sorry, can you repeat that one more time? Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's probably the uh, the hardest uh, the hardest punt to practice. Um, you know, you're backed up. You feel like the stands are kind of like right, you know, right on your back. Um, 
and you know you got a lot of field to work with and it's one of those situations where you know you need a good punt and uh and you just, you just got to go out there and execute. So uh, so that's always fun to practice. There's always a, a lot of pressure in those situations. And um, Coach Tope's great about that, you know, making practice, uh, trying to make practice harder than games. And, uh, and and I feel like we did that today. We got some really good work in there today. Tommy, when you won Player of the Week, I think it was back in November, you mentioned something about your uh, mental preparation. Mm -hmm. Has that now extended to the beginning of the season? Do you feel like uh, that yeah, definitely. I mean, that that's something I'm always aiming and uh, you know, you know, working towards. Um, and and you know, I'm, I'm really ramping up. You know, like I guess you could call it my my mental practice um, and, and working on the mental side. Like right now, um, you know, getting ready for preseason and um, you know, I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm excited to get into preseason, knock the cobwebs off, and you know, get back into uh, get back into games. What are the details of that? Like visualization or meditation? Just what what goes into some of that? Yeah, so it's it's a lot of meditation. So um, early in my career as a punter, I like to be very aggressive um, and have a very aggressive mindset. And I, you know, I I think that worked for me very well when I was young. But you know, as I've like gotten a little bit older, I think it's best to uh, you know be in like a more relaxed mindset. Um, and because I feel like one of my tendencies is when I when I don't hit a great punt, it's when I overswing and I try and like hit hit too uh, you know like too strong of a punt. And, uh, you know, I sit very well around like my 75% uh, swing. And so, you know, that's something that uh, helps me with, you know, the mental side if I'm, you know, really like trying to like slow down my mind, relax. And then that helps me carry it over to games, you know, just be more relaxed on the field. Tommy, you talked about uh, the, the mental side. What about the physical part of it? Were there things you worked on uh, during the off season to improve your game from that aspect of it? Yeah, definitely. There's something I'm working on right now too, just something with my leg swing. Um, just, uh, just working on pulling it straight through. Um, and uh, yeah, just helping helping my leg get to the ball a little bit quicker. And as you know, Kansas City, it's not easy with the uh, with the wind. It's one of the windiest places in the NFL. So um, you got to have a very short period of you know time between when you're releasing the ball and uh, between yeah releasing the ball in contact. So uh, so yeah, right now I'm just working on bringing my leg a little bit quicker through and uh, and hitting the ball just to try and uh, you know eliminate that that wind as much as possible. Even though it's the same punter, kicker, long snapper, there's a lot of new faces, new components for the special teams. Mm -hmm. Does that impact you at all? How is that to, to try to build that chemistry in the different units? Uh, yeah, I feel like there's always a bit of like a learning curve, you know, when you got like new guys coming in. But but we've got so we've got a lot of talent. And I'm really excited to watch these new guys work. Um, I was super excited to get Chris Amon's back, um, and uh, you, you know you know James James and Chris have been you know great staples in special teams. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of new guys and a lot of talent that I'm really excited to see, and uh, a lot of dogs on special teams. So uh, yeah, I just can't wait to get into preseason and watch these guys work. Is there any chemistry there? I mean, we always talk about long snapper and kicking a punter after catch chemistry. How much do you need to worry about your gunners and protectors and everybody? Um, I mean, I try not to like worry about them. Um, it just it's one of those things I, I feel like it, during the week you know we practice like every, everyone's everyone's a professional here everyone's going to do their job um, and I have a lot of trust in our guys to do that um, so yeah it's one of those things I just try and I just try and you know do my part and uh, and you know I know that you know my gunners and the rest of the punt team are they're going to work really hard and, uh, and do, uh, do theirs yeah. Are there some things when you see gunners and new guys coming in where you say like you know that you're going to make a special team Um. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I'm not the one picking the rosters. I'm not the one in the uh, in the meeting rooms with the coaches. Uh, um, I mean, like I said, there's there's a lot of guys that are really talented. So I'm just excited to see those guys work, um, and and that's going to be the biggest thing. So, uh, so yeah, I'm just yeah excited for preseason. And it's election day. I know you probably seen Harrison Bucker and some ads. Mm -hmm. um, have have y'all talked to him about that at all? 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone has great, you know, conversation and communication about stuff that's going on in politics. And, um, you know, everyone's entitled to their own, own, own opinion. I have my own opinions. Um, and, you know, I think it's great Harrison voiced his. Um, I think it's I think it's good to uh, yeah voice your own opinion and have your own opinion. So. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think I think everyone's been grinding out here. You know, the O line, D line, they look good. It's hot outside. They've been grinding. They're just they're built for tough. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, happy to see those guys out there working. Does all that hair under the helmet make it super hot for you? Yeah, it gets a little hot. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little hot. Sometimes I try and like tie it up sometimes, but it it doesn't work too well. It's just one of those things. It's like a wool blanket in the summer. It's just. Oh, uh, when I can, yeah, when I can. I didn't have an opportunity to this past year, but uh, yeah. but Thomas was one of my big inspirations with uh, with my steps in punting and kind of growing out the, the hair, long yeah, hair. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so he's always been a, a huge inspiration for me. So I love to get to work with him every uh, every chance I get. Yeah. All right, thank you guys. Appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. Appreciate it.